Simon Atiba, the reporter making himself the story at the White House. Paul Farhai. Comment on this story. Simon Atiba was at it again the other week. As White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre addressed journalists during her daily briefing, Atiba spoke up, out of turn. He was a victim, he insisted, of discrimination because Jean-Pierre hadn't called on him to ask a question. Jean-Pierre frowned wearily. If this continues, we're going to end the press briefing, she said, as Atiba's fellow reporters began to argue with him. You're being incredibly rude. The brief outburst wasn't unusual. On several occasions over the past year, Atiba has interrupted Jean-Pierre and her predecessor, Jen Psaki, to demand that he be called on. In March, he interrupted a briefing room photo op with the cast of Ted Lasso to insist that Jean-Pierre take his question. His complaint was met with shouts of let it go and decorum, please, from his fellow journalists. Advertisement Atiba's repeated demands for recognition, unusual even in a press room with a long history of memorable characters, have frustrated both press officials and the organization that represents reporters, the White House Correspondents Association. At the same time, Atiba's behavior has made him a rising star on Twitter and YouTube and a darling of right-wing media outlets. Fox News, The Daily Caller, Breitbart, among others, have portrayed him as a victim of censorship by the Biden White House and the liberal mainstream media. In an interview before being fired by Fox earlier this year, Tucker Carlson described Atiba as the one guy in the room who asked real questions. Except it's not really clear what questions Atiba has been seeking to ask. His serial interruptions typically begin and end with a protest about how the press secretary hasn't allowed him to ask his question. Advertisement In an exchange of emails this week, Atiba declined to say what information the White House has denied him. He also declined to meet for an interview or to speak over the phone about himself or his publication, Today News Africa, for which he appears to be the sole writer-reporter. He said he would respond to questions via email but then ignored most of those sent to him. He didn't respond to follow-up questions. In his brief comments to the Washington Post, he wrote that his efforts to report on the White House have been met with racism and discrimination from the left, as well as misleading articles that fail to address the underlying story of discrimination against me. This echoed his previous public comments about his press room dust-ups. After his most recent run-in with Jean-Pierre, he tweeted, repeatedly about it. It's a pity what's going on, read one. How can a press SEC preach about the freedom of the press when she is violating the First Amendment many died to protect? Advertisement After the White House edited out his exchange with Jean-Pierre from the official video of the briefing, Atiba went into high gear. The fraud level is unbelievable, he tweeted in all caps, after officials blamed a technical glitch for the edit, which was later restored. Atiba, who was born in Cameroon, has told colorful stories about his exploits as a journalist. As one of his, tweets from January, summarized it, attacked by pirates on the Gulf of Guinea with an AK-47 to my head, kidnapped in Nigeria, dumped in the woods and left for dead, arrested in Cameroon during investigation and kept in dark cell only to be sidelined at the White House. News accounts corroborate some of this. 
According to multiple reports, Atiba, then based in Nigeria, was arrested in Cameroon in 2015 by military authorities while investigating living conditions for Nigerian refugees in northern Cameroon. He was accused of spying for the Boko Haram insurgency group and held for four days before he was released. Advertisement There was no independent verification of the other parts of Atiba's tweet in a search of news sources in the Nexus database. White House press officials declined to respond on the record about Atiba. But the administration's attitude was signaled in May when it proposed rules about professional conduct by journalists with the credentials to enter the White House complex on a routine basis, including a proviso about not impeding events or briefings on campus. It said those in violation of the proposed standard would be warned at first, followed by revocation for repeat offenses. While the proposal doesn't mention Atiba by name, it might give the administration a tool to discipline him while avoiding the legal jeopardy that the Trump administration faced when it banished CNN reporter Jim Acosta and journalist Brian Karam from the White House complex in 2018 and 2019, respectively. Courts quickly restored their access, ruling that the White House lacked any formal standards or process for barring credentialed journalists. Advertisement As it happens, one of the reporters who challenged Atiba during an outburst earlier this year was Karam, a columnist for Salon. He seemed more interested in calling attention to himself than asking a question, Karam said in an interview on Wednesday. I told him, you're wasting all of our time. Just ask your damn question and stop making it all about yourself. Karam points out that many reporters don't get called on during briefings. They can still seek responses from White House staff before or after the formal briefing, either in person, by phone or email. He notes, however, that many ambitious reporters may prefer the public platform of the televised briefings. In fact, Atiba has asked questions and received responses from Biden officials in other settings, such as untelevised briefings involving National Security Council adviser Jake Sullivan and before First Lady Jill Biden's trip to Africa in May. Before chiding him for interrupting her during her final press briefing in May 2022, Saki called on him several times in that setting over the previous year. Advertisement The White House Correspondents Association admonished Atiba last year when he was a member of the organization. There is no right of any reporter to be called on by any official, then President Stephen Portnoy of CBS News Radio wrote in an email to Atiba obtained by Mediate. Preventing your colleagues from asking their questions is no way to seek relief. The association took no action at the time but declined to renew his membership in January, citing a lack of evidence that he's employed by a news outlet that reports on the White House, according to a letter Atiba shared on Twitter. Atiba has said that he does not receive a salary from Today News Africa. The letter also cited repeated instances where your behavior violated the expectations for membership. Atiba went public with his dispute with the Correspondents Association, at one point tweeting the phone number of Portnoy's successor, Tamara Keith of NPR, along with photos of her. He soon deleted those tweets. Keith declined to comment. Loading